Hello, Monday, March 1st. Rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> hey, I think we have a pretty good show for you today. I hope you think so. If not, just act like it never happened. If you like it, please be a friend. Tell a friend. Ty's back. What up, Ty? How's it going? How was your week, bub? It was good. It was good. Anytime you're gone for a week, though, it ends up feeling like a month when you come back. You feel like you just miss so much, so it's good to be back. Yeah, but not really. You didn't really miss anything, you know? Well, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I guess not. Yeah. But hey, today... You can't miss this no, conversation. Can't miss today's conversation. <laughs> can't do it. All right, let's get to it. JJ Watt has answered a lot of talk this morning about his Peloton account. The Peloton account is fake. JJ Watt has now tweeted a tweet which is a picture of him standing in a squat rack, which appears to be a power lift. Is he saying he's going to Green Bay? You immediately think, because Aaron Rodgers is squatting. But no, no, he's wearing a shirt that says Arizona Cardinals on it, and he says, source, me. Is J.J. Watt going to the desert? Is J.J. Watt going to Arizona to play for the Cardinals? Diggs is nodding his head. Yes, J.J. Watt is going to the Arizona Cardinals. It's official. Uh, Cardinals are giving J.J. Watt a two-year deal worth $31 million with $23 million guaranteed. Let's go, J.J. Watt! Congrats, J.J. A $31 million deal at this point. You look at that Arizona Cardinals team, you think to yourself, last year they got better off of what they were the year before. Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, are they going to continue to grow and grow and grow on that offensive side of the ball? The Arizona Cardinals are giving J.J. Watt a two-year deal with 31 mil and 23 million guaranteed. Source said about Rappaport about the deal that just happened. The If you're the Arizona Cardinals, this is what you're thinking. The defensive side of the ball was our problem. Mm-hmm. On the offensive side, now Kyler did have moments where he wasn't electric okay there's a, a couple games where he traveled to carolina i believe uh new york they got it back there were some other places i rode with the arizona Cardinals. miami lost i rode with the arizona cardinals this year strictly because the way they looked at the beginning of the year was the way that you thought a team that was going to come out of nowhere and surprise a lot of people at the end of his rookie season the year prior to this past season at the end of the season he was starting to give people trouble there was really good teams that were starting to struggle whenever they were facing kyler murray then this year, early, they start winning, they start playing football well. Kyler's being electrifying. And as you watch the games go along, all you thought to yourself was, if the defense could get a stop, if the defense could get a stop, Kyler might be able to do his thing. You bring in J.J., you bring in some more leadership into that building. Now the Arizona Cardinals have Kyler Murray going into his third year, where hopefully he'll be even better than he's ever been. Cliff Kingsbury, brand new head coach, just a couple years ago going into his third year. Hopefully he'll be better than ever now you got to think to yourself with Buda Baker on the back end hopefully JJ Chandler Jones will be able to get pressure off the edges we'll be a complete team here good for the Arizona Cardinals good for JJ Watt getting 31 fucking million dollars good for him just reinforces that everything's bullshit like everything you hear like Arizona Arizona wasn't even anywhere near anyone's like oh yeah JJ might want to be going here shit good for him 23 mil guaranteed the only thing we heard about Arizona was when Nuke uh, put out a tweet immediately upon J.J. Watt becoming a free agent and said something like, let's finish what we started or let's run it back or something like that. Now that J.J. is going to Arizona, you have to believe that everything is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, everything. everything. I woke up this morning. I mean, granted, you, Green you, Bay, there was a chance. Thinking, yeah, it's a done deal. Packers are probably going to get J.J. like two years, 10 mil. He's going to take a nice little haircut. <laughs> Apparently not. Good for him, man. Good for fucking JJ. Get paid again, Hold man. on, his people, by the way, 
These people did not leak any information. No. What he texted us during the show was 100% true. We're not talking to anybody. The Arizona Cardinals must have talked to somebody because that's where that number came from, mm-hmm. $15, $16 million a year. So Diana Rossini, incredible connections with the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Remember that. Right. Remember so, that. Yeah. Unless there was another team that had $15 to $16 million offer, which maybe there was. At this point, we will never know. Uh, but the Cardinals and J.J. Watt, good for J.J., good for the Arizona Cardinals. Imagine if that team becomes scary over there. Yeah. You know, they got Matthew Stafford just moved into the division, though. Mm-hmm. See if that's going to change. Team three's not going to be happy about another pass rusher. Oh, oh. team three's going to be pissed. <laughs> they maybe get clowny down there, too, back with J.J. Yeah, it's whenever uh, he was playing his best football. Yeah. Right? Huh? Get the band back together. Yeah, why not? Let's get the band back together. Maybe I'm Isaiah not. Simmons starts playing football. He played like better. Well, the they started playing half. him more yeah. in the second half. They weren't playing him as much. Remember, Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. Everybody was just like, this guy is a corner, defensive end, safety, mm-hmm. linebacker. He's just a football player. I don't think Arizona fully understood, or maybe he didn't fully understand NFL offenses or defenses yet. Towards the end of the year, he was playing a lot more and making a lot of plays. Plus, with Buda Baker. Mm. Buda Baker, Chandler Jones, Isaiah Simmons, J.J. Watt on that defensive side. You can figure out those other pieces. And then on the offensive side, Fitzgerald's going to play, what, till he's 90? Yep. Nuke's going to play. Kyler's going to get better. Okay, maybe maybe Arizona's hey, maybe Hey, Bird Gang. Yeah. Red Sea out there. Red Sea. Good for J.J. Good for Arizona. Good for us to have something to talk about. Now we're learning about the information of the contract. $31 million, $23 million guaranteed. He becomes the 28th highest average paid defensive player in the NFL with that price. Nobody could have expected this. The Arizona Cardinals were not a part of the conversation at all. All the speculation was around Buffalo, in Green Bay, in Pittsburgh, and potentially Tampa. It felt like there was smoke over in all those cities. The Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals were only mentioned at the very beginning when DeAndre Hopkins put up a photo of JJ and he saying, let's run it back or finish what we started or something like that. And then that got thrown away to the side. Now we know the big fish in the JJ Watt market is over there in Phoenix, Arizona. JJ Watt joins a team that has a young quarterback and a young head coach who have only got better since they got into the NFL. They were a team that was potentially electrifying last season, but everybody that watched the game thought if the defense could get a little bit better, Kyler could get a little bit more consistent, that offense could seem to find a bit, a little bit better of a groove, that team could really go. Now, the NFC is going to be difficult. The NFL is difficult. But if J.J. Watt becomes a great leader for that team, a little bit of an energy boost, and a playmaker for them like he has shown, to be in the past maybe the Arizona Cardinals make a play in this whole thing maybe the Arizona Cardinals go but you have to think to yourself if he goes to Green Bay does that immediately help yes everybody thinks mm-hmm. the case if he goes to Buffalo does that immediately helps them if he goes to Pittsburgh with his brothers that immediately helps them nobody thought Arizona and once you start thinking about it if you're Arizona it's like yeah this is a right play for us now we'll have to see how it all pans out somebody was saying in the, during the break here um, the we had some vitamins, obviously, came back in here, thought about the whole J.J., like, J.J. to Arizona. We're all very dumbfounded because the immediate thought was, 
JJ's going to a place where he wants to win right now. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is a place, by the way, that JJ thinks he can win right now, especially after seeing Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons, Chandler Jones, and then Kyler, the way he's been able to play. And he's like, yeah, this is a place we can win right now. We got it in there. And it seems like an environment where I'm going to enjoy it as opposed to having to fight the previous coach because Holy Man comes in and burns the whole fucking place down. So maybe JJ thought that, but that was on nobody's minds. Him getting paid that much, that was on nobody's really minds because what we all thought was he's going to go to an immediate ring contender, Kansas City maybe somehow, take a very low ball contract and do his thing. Seems like he found a happy medium here. A lot of money and a team that could potentially go. Very interesting to say the least. Yeah, there's certainly not a doormat, but like you said, I mean, it's clear that obviously he still wanted to get paid. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if winning was the most important thing because like you said, if that was the case, you you feel like he would go to like Green Bay or Buffalo or but something what like if that. He but, thinks, what if he thinks that that team is potentially like that? Now, that'd be tough. I think. I mean, tough division. Did we watch enough of the Arizona Cardinals? I did. Okay. Yeah. I did. I watched a lot of Arizona Cardinals. I lost 70000 in one weekend because of the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Now, that was a parlay. I didn't bet 70000 Take it easy. Mm-hmm. I do plan one day, though, if I find a flake of success to actually gamble like that, though, sure. on things that I think are locks, which are and were the Arizona Cardinals this past season. Because when Kyler came out, the first week he hit a little whoop. Mm-hmm. He, squ- he hit a whoop. And right, by the way, good squeaks, huh? Yeah. Hey, good squeak. Oh, I can film one of those. Oh, the Nike commercial? <laughs> yeah, with the ball bouncing over my head. Yeah. The, yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> Anyways, that team could be a team. Now, when you're talking about teams, though, you have to think, is that a team that can go on a Super Bowl run? And although they have not come anywhere near proving they are, J.J. is obviously feels that he'll be able to potentially do that, and he also gets paid. I mean, good for him. Two more years from now, he might still be able to play, by the way. Then he goes on what everybody thought was maybe a little cheaper ring run at the end if they can't figure it out in the desert. This is a wild time. Pittsburgh Steelers fans thought he was going to be a wah- uh, uh, the, the three Watts were going to be in town. Yeah. Oh, he hates his brothers. What's that? He hates his brothers. All right. That's all I get from this. Or he just didn't want to play for a million bucks. Or, or how about this? Arizona told him. He said, hey, you come on down. Guess what we got, too? Hmm. I saw a little ass slap. We wasted a year for you. We wasted one of your years. I watched it on mic'd up, right? Oh. JJ's, JJ's oh, yeah. like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, the ass slap, we wait. I'm sorry. We wasted one of mm-hmm. You remember you did it on mic'd up, and JJ's like, with Deshaun? He's like, bingo. You know what we've been thinking? Okay, we got Kyler. All right, <laughs> we got some number ones. Let's go ahead and and then we get well packaged. So deal. then it'll be Nuke, Deshaun, JJ. Uh-huh. You guys are all super tight. Now we got Chandler, Buddha, Isaiah. That's what we're thinking about doing in Arizona. By the way, great city. You're gonna love it. You're mm-hmm. gonna love it out here, JJ. I know you and Houston great relationship, but uh, Jack used to be moved up. He ain't got that here. Actually, what we got is maybe Houston Texans good players reunion. If you guys can go get Andre Johnson, maybe out of sure. retirement, we'll have him run some goes next to Larry as well. That would be <laughs> wild if that was to happen. Will Fuller's a free agent. I mean, the Cardinals aren't afraid to trade their first round quarterback draft picks. Hey, that's a good point. What if the Arizona Cardinals end up in the Deshaun Watson conversation and they are somehow the team that 
gets Cal McNair and Easterby to answer the phone. Oh. Teams are leaving voicemails now. I don't know if you heard this. Teams are leaving voicemails because they ain't answering. You know, like you call a friend, they don't answer, mm-hmm. goes to the voicemail, leave a voicemail that's like, you know, fucks with them a little bit mm-hmm. or sends the exact message that you need. and uh, or, or you just text the person. But let's act as if they're uh, an old white that does not text. You have to call sure. a business phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're definitely leaving a voicemail, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. Absolutely leaving a voice. Mm-hmm. For sure. I wonder if anybody's talking to Easterby directly. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on? This is uh, insert name of GM from team here. Easterby, I listened to your sermon from, uh, what was it? I think it was in... Uh, Easter weekend, you 2012. Remember? <laughs> you said something along the lines of like, persistence is just like a drug that cannot be stopped, okay? And that is what this is right now, Mr. Eastby. I, I'm very persistent. We would like to have a conversation with you. What if they're playing as if it's like, all right, how do we get the voicemail to get through? Because, you know, when you're tweeting or posting something, you're just trying to get somebody to stop. When they're probably getting what? 15, 20 voicemails a day, mm-hmm. you got to get them to actually listen to that thing. I think some of them should think about going to the Lord, man, as opposed yes. to Cal McNair. And that's just, if you're a GM listening, I feel like we've done a little bit more research on this than you. If we're trying to get through the voicemails and break through the other voicemails to get Deshaun Watson to potentially be on our team, try to attack the Easterby fellow if it hasn't worked yet. Yep, you said it perfectly. He only listens to one man, and that is our Lord and Savior. So if you're another GM, you go to church on Sundays, you prepare, you prayer, yeah. you send that message through our Lord and Savior to Easterby. Okay, so you're saying tell the Lord to tell Easterby. Yeah. Well, then you're just waiting on the Lord to talk to Easterby. Which happens pretty much every hour. A couple hour. times a day, yeah. Yeah, but, but. I, I don't know if the Lord's talking about Deshaun Watson's moves. I think it's about a new set, you know, for Sunday to fucking really hit him with it. I know? hadn't thought about that, but that probably is the way to do it. You butter him up. You tell him, like, hey, watch. Oh. I've, I've been watching your homilies oh. from, you know, 2017. <laughs> You've got the juice, bro, Jack. The, the crip, bro, the crip walk on him? <laughs> Oh, and talking to the Lord. Butter him up a little bit, get yes. him talking, and then hey, what can we do? What can we do about the show? Yeah, we got a guy that drafted top five in the MLB as well, huh? Yeah, get you, huh? Kyler, you're gonna love a guy. He's from Texas. Hey, here we hey. go. Is Kyler from Houston? Now, let me look. There's no way Easterby's not on the sidelines this year, right? Uh, Nick, I was just told he's from Dallas. He is not from Houston. Bedford. Okay. What? Bedford, wherever. What? what? <laughs> We're not doing it. Uh, we pushed this JJ Watt news has shaken a lot of things here. Yeah. This changes a lot. We have something to talk about, which is great news. Uh, we have a guest joining us here in a little bit. Kyle Juszczyk, the juice, uh, who is a fullback, uh, formerly of the Niners. You, you know and love him whenever. Now he's, he's going into free agency. Uh, does this change things, Kyle? <laughs> oh, true. Hey, Kyle, I, listen, you're, you're going to go to whoever pays you the most money. I, I very much understand that. But is there a, a thought of picking and choosing where to go? And what do you look for whenever you're trying to find what team to go to? What could JJ, who is literally in the market right now at the same time as Kyle Juszczyk, different positions, but what is it like out there? Are you, are you hearing anything? Hey, guys, they can't even talk to him yet. Does he have ideas? Are they doing strategy? Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, a man who is an absolute stud. He's been to five straight Pro Bowls. Holy shit, five of them. Probably going to go for the next however many. Mm -hmm. Uh, Formerly of the Niners, fullback Kyle Yushchuk. Yeah! 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 Yeah
What's up, Juice? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing, Wernie? What's going on? Shout out to you. Shout out to the boys for having me on today. Hey, shout out you. Shout out you, dude. Hey, big shout out there. Big shout out show. Shout out your Pro Bowl pullover, by the way. Shout out. Yeah. Hey, that's earned, not bought there. That's earned, not bought. There's only a couple things there. Hey, you pointed out, man. You said... I'm not counting over here, but if you're going to put out there to to the universe, let them know. Yeah, a lot of GMs that hopefully are watching today. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's talk about those GMs, Kyle. Uh, have you been a free agent before? Yes. Yeah, I was a free agent after my four years in Baltimore. Okay, so whenever you hit free agency, are you picking and choosing? Obviously, knowing that at your particular position, there's only a few offenses that utilize it, or are you guys pitching? Hey. Tight end, whatever you need, H-back, that whole – is it just our teams approaching you as both? How does that whole thing go? Yeah, honestly, it's a little bit of both. Um, like you said, like right now there's not as many teams that use a fullback uh, as much as San Francisco does. I mean, obviously, there's actually no teams that use them as much as San Francisco has. We've, you know, been top in the league the past four years. Um but there's a little bit another side to that argument is that before I was in San Francisco, they weren't really using one either. Um, oh. But, you know, I show up and that number goes up. So, um, yes, we're looking at teams that already are using a fullback. Um, but I like to, you know, give myself a pat on the bat and back and say, you know, these teams that don't have a fullback yet, they just haven't had me on their roster. So that Ooh. can change a few things. I like that. <laughs> I like that, Juice. Okay, uh, J.J. Watcher signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, that was not expected at all. Uh, I don't want you to have to talk about J.J. Watt because you're about to be a free agent as well. But whenever you're looking at teams, if there's multiple teams interested, like there was for J.J. Watt, nobody expected the Arizona Cardinals. What are some things you're looking at? Is it strictly a, in your situation? J.J. was made over $100 million at this point, so I think it's much different situations, obviously. But for you, is money the only determinant, or is it a balance of obviously good situation? Or is there a thought that, hey, the big money's probably going to come from a place that maybe I can help turn around? How does that all get balanced into the decision-making process yeah honestly there really is so much that goes into it and money without a doubt is one of the biggest things i'm not going to be the guy that sits here and tells you that no money doesn't matter because i mean this is life man it's a business uh, money is is probably the number one factor but it's not the only factor there's a lot um things like you know can this team win a super bowl uh where is the team located you know it's it's tough being away from family uh, so, you know, it's it's always nice to find a, a team that's competitive, wants to pay you the most, close to family, uh, is headed in the right direction. I think uh, you guys have made jokes like, yeah, every free agent's looking to get paid the most, <laughs> be on a team with a quarterback who can win a Super Bowl, and is, you know, close to your family. So all those things kind of weigh into it. Um, but kind of rounding back, like, it's not always about money. And my first go around uh, in free agency I actually didn't go with the highest bidder. San Francisco wasn't the highest bidder, um, but the team that outbid them, I didn't think was headed in the right direction. I didn't think um, that. Oh, so who was it? Around. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to say it now. I, I might have said it before, but I don't want to say it now. But uh, I didn't think that team was headed in a position that you know three years from now they want to keep uh, the highest paid fullback on their roster. You know, you want to be somewhere. Uh, that has some continuity, continuity and is going in the right direction is going to want to keep you around um, and be successful. A lot of talk about Jimmy G, man. Jimmy G is 
Maybe are you all right? By the way, you run out of gas. I don't want that thing to blow up. I'm hearing. I got a, st- a stupid thing going on with my truck. It keeps telling me I have a trailer connected, trailer disconnected. Oh, <laughs> you got to get in that sensor, bud. Yeah, yeah. Get, I know. That I sensor know. will get you. Oh, have you had the? Uh, have you had the? Uh, uh, the gas tank gimmick. Have you had the gas tank gimmick sensor fuck you up over? Uh, I ran out of gas, gas on the side of a highway. Thing, but... <laughs> I, I ran out of gas side of a highway, said I had three quarters of a tank. Nothing. Fucking just no. in the middle of the road. Yeah. Gimmick sensor. Not ideal. No, not <laughs> ideal at all. Uh, speaking of not ideal, you're Jimmy G. Let's say you're Jimmy G. Every. Oh, man. That trailer's <laughs> 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 yeah, Sorry, man. Can Get... you still hear me? Well, just disconnect the trailer and it won't be. <laughs> Um, so so whenever every offseason it sounds like jimmy g's job is potentially a question mark right i mean tom brady was a i guess it has come out now it's alleged that they reach out to teddy bridgewater from knowing jimmy g and seeing him work behind the scenes does any of that get to him that there's all these rumors potentially about him being out the door because it would be not this is the same thing we're about to experience with carson wentz here in indy it's like carson was basically almost being pushed out the door that's something that can kind of fuck with you a little bit with jimmy g do you think that affected him at all or do you think he was able to just kind of blind it out you know what i think it would be naive to say that he doesn't hear any of it um but the guy really doesn't hear a lot of it I know he's not super active on social media. I mean, you'll see the guy post like once a month on his Instagram, and it's usually some sort of ad for some high-end car dealership or something. Uh, I don't think he has a Twitter account, and if he does, he's not very active on it. Um, And I know he keeps things really close in-house. Like, the guy hangs out with his brothers mostly, uh, spends a lot of time with his family, because just kind of has a tight-knit group of guys. And so he's not really putting himself out there and letting himself listen to that kind of stuff. Cause I think he knows how toxic it can be and uh, what it can lead to. I mean, you've seen in other situations when guys just get hammered down uh, reading, you know, negative things about themselves. So I think he does a good job of kind of blocking that stuff out. That would be impossible, wouldn't it? I mean, it would be impossible in, in this world right now, being a quarterback and just somehow remaining relatable to your teammates and to the fans somehow while being completely disconnected so that you don't just get ruined by what everybody else is. That'd be an interesting balance, Kyle. It's tough. Um, I just go with the old, anybody who tweets or comments anything negative on my account, they get blocked. So at this point, I only get positive things because anybody (laughs) who said anything negative is on my feed. (laughs) It's a block party. It's a juice block party. I like that. You can get it. You can get it. You can get it. Now, there would be a much deeper conversation to be had about you potentially eliminating anything that is contrary to your beliefs and living in your own little bubble and that being a problem with all of society. But with that being said, all of society doesn't have to deal with people just attacking them for uh, potentially not getting an extra yard or two. So I'm on your side there. And by the way, the mute <laughs> button, Kyle, the mute button is the way to go. The mute button. What do you got, Ty? Kyle, you've obviously revolutionized the position and you're catching a lot more balls but is it a prerequisite going into every year like are you gonna have to just start smashing your head against a brick wall to get ready for the collisions in the league and when will you start that again (laughs) oh man i really i try to go like the complete opposite direction of the whole fullback smashing his head uh, into the wall smart sort of thing i mean there is definitely a time and place and it's it is part of the job it's something i'm gonna have to do every year but honestly, I wait until I have to do that. Um, so I, I'm not smashing my head on anything uh, until at least September. You know, right now, I try to focus on those all those other uh, aspects of the game, you know, catching balls, 
um, being able to move in space, you know, reaction, all those kind of things. And um, I, I wait till I really have to strap it on to uh, go hit my head on anything. That's smart. Save your CTE count, you know, just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> Save it for when you're getting paid to do it. Um, Chandler Jones just posted a photo uh, of a text message between he and JJ saying, hey, JJ, if you come here, I'll be your personal chef or something. And then he screenshotted it and then said, um, this is not it. Then he, uh, <laughs> this is not it. Then he, uh, then uh, Chandler Jones posted and said, JJ, what do you want to eat or something like that? And that made me think about you. Have you had any former teammates texting you? Have you had anybody reach out about potential places? There we go. Potential places uh, for you to end up at? Or has it been too early in that whole process yet? Um, you know what? I, I think I've gotten a, a DM from George Kittle just about every day in the past <laughs> two weeks, which George and I talk, but it's not usually a, a daily uh, basis. Uh, so I don't know if the free agency has anything to do with that or the fact that uh, uh, we, t we took our wives to Cabo uh, about a month ago and, you know, we, we have fun down there. But uh yeah i've had a lot of niners uh teammates reach out to me a lot recently saying hey you know we've been having a lot of fun last year everybody was injured last year everybody everybody's, everybody's just checking in just say hey <laughs> how are we doing you know, <laughs> don't forget about us oh <laughs> uh, man that has to be kind of enjoyable though i'd assume at this point that's be pretty enjoyable i hope you uh relish this entire thing maybe get kittle to send you on some more trips you yeah. know what i mean yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. I, I've I've always spoke openly about free agency is fun, man. It's honestly nobody hates having all these people tell you how much they love you. You know, when yeah, this team's talking to you. This team's talking. Hey, we could picture you doing this. You'd fit in great over here. Oh, you know, other guys from other teams. Man, I'd love to be your teammate. Like nobody hates hearing that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna relish in it for a few more weeks, and then uh, when it comes time to make my decision i'll figure out what's best for me and my family and we'll go forward with are you going to do a decision where you're sitting there and i'm taking my talents too are you doing one of those <laughs> <laughs> no nah, none of that none of that okay something to think about something to think about what do you yeah. got Dix? god we, we've seen in the past like some free agents like to sign right mm -hmm. away and then some will wait actually like all summer and kind of see like what their best offer is are you one of those guys that's going to try to get it out of the way early um that you know what honestly that's going to be interesting and a uh, little insight onto that. I feel like most of the time um, that's because before uh, Corona, most of the negotiating gets done at the combine. And I know nobody wants to talk about it. Maybe <laughs> it's not completely legal, we, we you know, loved. whatever you, yeah, you want to put on it. But we all know what's going on at the combine. The entire NFL is there. Um, but now not having that, that might push people back anyways. Like, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense that literally the second free agency hits, there's 20, 30 guys that are signing these these uh, these deals. It's like, oh, we negotiated that in the last 12 hours. Like all of you, that's kind of impressive. Uh, yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah, <very laughs> so um, because there's no combine and nobody's able to meet in person, I feel like that might actually push. Um, you know, some contracts back and you might see a lot more later signings uh, than you would usually. I, you know, I always like the, I'm going to miss training camp move. You know what I mean? I'm going mm -hmm. to sign real close to training camp, maybe right after training camp. Jadavion Clowney was doing that yeah. this past season, and it was very interesting. Uh, I'm excited for you, Kyle. Thank you so much for joining us, boss. What do you got going on this offseason? Trip to Cabo? What's cooking now? Um. You're actually. I'm getting ready for a trip to St. John's this weekend. Oh. So uh, I like to go on a lot of trips in the off season. Really enjoy our, our, our time off. 
Where's St. John's at? That's an island? Yeah. Down in the, uh, down near the, uh, Virgin, Virgin right? Islands. Near St. Martin. <laughs> where, where it's down there. Oh, that's a hike, huh? That's a little bit of a flight, though, I'd assume, huh? Uh, I think it's like a, it's like a four-hour flight. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, you that's sleep good. on the flight? You read on the flight? Uh, I do a little bit of reading, a little bit of gaming, a little bit of watching Netflix, you know, whatever, kind of bounce around between things. What are you watching on Netflix right now? I'll tell you what, I care a lot. Good. It is very good. I watch it this mm-hmm. weekend. Anything else that I, we should be watching, maybe? I got that recommendation uh, last night at dinner. I heard that's good. Uh, I'm really into the 100. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's on the CW, yeah. but it's on Netflix. Um, I'm on season seven. I think it's the final season, um, but I'm absolutely blown away by it. It's the best show of all time. And what I watch is it? a lot what is it? of TV oh, shows. Kyle. What is a it? A lot of TV. Hell what is it? What's that? It's better than The Bachelor. Um, People are not going to be happy about that. <laughs> I, it's so, I mean, I, it, are you into sci-fi? Uh, no, but just for the people that potentially are, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's really, it's um, like a post-apocalyptic world that um, Earth has basically been ended by nuclear war and humans have gone into space and they've lived on a um, space station for like 100 years and they're running out of oxygen and so they have to see if space or see if Earth is still habitable. So they send down 100 teenage prisoners to go down and see if it's habitable, but it's basically kind of if they don't make it, whatever, they're prisoners, they can die. If they do make it, maybe we can transition back to living on Earth and then it goes in a million different directions from there. Like that's just basically the first episode but does it end really with good. with that earth creating a sport called aussie rules football <laughs> well it, you know what that I feels like six episodes ago so i don't know how it ends. <laughs> that feels like that's just australia right wasn't that yeah. what australia yes. was mm-hmm. that is wasn't that what australia was mm-hmm. at the very beginning and then uh, they, created, they sent the prisoners down there. and the prisoners yeah. were like all right listen we're all free let's not fuck this up all right yeah. let's, let's build up like the most beautiful country of all time mm-hmm. oh thank you for that recommendation i'm gonna check it out yeah i hope you like it man you watch murder stuff? There's some. There's a lot of murder stuff on Netflix right now. I've seen some. I haven't watched any recently though. That's probably good. Every time I watch it, I feel I. I at night when I'm going to the bathroom, I look out the window and I'm like, I need to stop watching. Okay, <laughs> Ted Kaczynski's not outside. Yeah. All right, I don't know what's going on. Thank you so much for your time, ladies and gentlemen. The Juice, Kyle Yeah. Thanks, guys. Great talking to y'all. Hey, you too, man. Hey, good luck with that trailer. Take that thing off. <laughs> See you, oh man. Free agency, like the way he was talking about it. That's not how everybody's free agency is, though. You hear about everybody that has great free agent. There's a lot of people that free agency is like, man, all right. I feel like the Niners is just the best place for him to go back. Is anybody going to call? What if Arizona, dude? Yeah. Why not Arizona? I don't think Cliff loves using the fullback. By the way, because he hasn't had a chance yet Boom. without the juice, Kyle Ustick. Now, hey, Gumpy, you said Dolphins in the middle of there. Yeah, I'd gladly take him in Miami. Did the Dolphins run fullback? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I forget his name Jan, last year, but Jan they was used from him for 1950, so he loved the full. Oh yeah, Chan. Yeah, you. By the way, the offense that you the wanted you out hate. of town. Well, the, by the, the way, the court, that's the guy yeah. that you made retire. You drove him out of town. The running back draw on third and fifteen just wasn't cutting it last hey, year. Hey, Freddie Kitchens still got a gig. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was his thing. Let's go to some phone calls here. Big thanks to the Juice. Yeah. Oh, you check it. By the way, looking at the ocean is really nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's really mm-hmm. nice just to look at the ocean for a little bit, feel a little sun. It's 60 degrees. It was 60 degrees it was yesterday nice in nice India. It was unbelievable. Just like I said, Punk's Tony Phil, fuck you. Yeah, dumb, dumb. Huh? Dumb, dumb. A lot of dumb Phil's out there, huh? <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> Most guys have tried a lot of different ways. 
to, you know, try to last a little bit longer yeah. when making love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about your baseball team. That's a boring sport. That'll turn me off, right? Yeah, absolutely. Should. Maybe you start listing off cities and states. Maybe you start doing the alphabet backwards. Whatever you end up doing, you need to not do it anymore. Knock it off. Not if it's going to work. Uh-uh. Okay? You're, before the time you get to the, the shortstop, it's already happened. Good. All right? That's right. What you need is a real tag team partner whenever you're going in there. And our friends at Roman created just that with Roman Swipes. Roman Swipes are a swipe that comes in a discreet, unmarked package uh, that shows up at your door. Then it's in a tiny little packet that you put in your pocket, small enough to fit in your wallet. Then right before it's time to make some love, right before it is time to go ahead and try to procreate, mm-hmm. maybe. Whenever it's time to go and put on a show, uh, you go ahead and go ahead and rub the swipe on. Uh, it'll it'll dry. It'll not transfer to your partner at all. Nope. And then you just have time of your life. Yeah. GetRoman.com forward slash Pat McAfee. Jesus. That's GetRoman.com forward slash Pat McAfee. No mm-hmm. spaces. Uh, and you can get your first month of swipes for just $5 when you choose a monthly plan. All right. Shout out to Roman. Shout out to you. Shout out to GetRoman.com forward slash Pat McAfee. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, six-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, a member of the All-Decade team, ladies and gentlemen, from the New Orleans Saints, Cam Jordan. Yeah! What's going on, Cam? Man, uh, I'm just making sure everything's on. You know, at this day and age, I'll be, be messing up this uh, <laughs> Zooms, web calls, FaceTimes. Yeah. Ha- happens to everybody. We got a, a a leaf blower going right into a microphone right now, so don't even worry about it. Uh, thank you for making time with us. Uh, it was one year ago today, by the way, you and I ran into each other at a Pelicans game. Uh, the world immediately following that seemed to have just changed completely. So it's great to see you again. Um, Cam, let's talk about New Orleans. The mayor came out and said, uh, you know, Russell, Sierra, you'll feel comfortable down here uh, if you would like to come here. It is alleged that Drew might not be done. Uh, you you had a comment about Jameis Winston a week ago with Gary Moore, or, or Morton Anderson, I believe. Shout out Morton Anderson. Uh, where are you at right now with trying to avoid uh, basically all the bullshit that's surrounding the team that you're on right now? Man, look, I, I just had an amazing like 11 day drive from Louisiana to Arizona. So, you know, I'm just catching back up on everything. We got here a couple days ago. Um, so I'm just catching like this whirlwind of trade rumors here, this, 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 this. I looked up, I was like, I saw my name and I was like, I'm not going. I was like, I'm about to be like Gronkowski. I'm just, you can't. Um, but when you talk about, you know, Russell will come in, Deshaun Watson available, all these quarterbacks going, I just learned, you know, JJ Watt, what just, just went to the Cardinals or something along the line. Yeah. With you, you're going to Arizona too, huh? That's interesting. That's interesting. Cam driving 11 days. Wow. Or 11 hour, whatever it was to get there. 11 days. Yeah. 11 days. We did a lot of stops though. We stopped in, we stopped in Dallas, left before the cold front, went to, uh, Denver, uh, had every intention to get up up into Wyoming. We stopped in Wyoming and was like, you know what, it's too cold. Went down to um, <laughs> you, uh, Park City, uh, did a little sledding with the kids, and then Vegas and brought it on home. Okay, nice little wow. trip there. Nice. So you come home and you, you all of a sudden look at your phone or you turn the TV on. What do you think if you feel like, oh, why is my name being thrown around? Do you throw it, call your agent? Do you call the Saints? What do you do? I sit back and laugh. You can't control that. I mean, look, well, the up top will do what up top does. But when you have some sort of level of trust with the organization, have been there for a decade, um, we know that our 
you know, head coach and, and Mickey Loomis and all the guys who do with the numbers have always been the same people they've been the last 10 years. And if something was going to going to happen, at least I'd, I'd hope that I'd get that phone call and we'd talk about it. Um, but all I can control is what's in front of me. Uh, as you can see, I just got on, like, I've got three sweatsh sweatshirts under here. You know it's March 1st. It's time to start easing back into training. <laughs> so that's what, that's what I'm on. Hey, you got to lose 11 days worth of travel weight. I respect it. I think you're going to do fantastic. Double the hoodie up. The team you've been on for 10 years has been so good. That's why these conversations are so magnified, right? Because the Saints are a team that's in play every single year. Last year, uh, whenever you were speaking, before Drew Brees came out, at that point, I feel like you kind of had a feeling that Drew Brees is going to come back because you said uh, the team I play for has Drew Brees as a quarterback is actually what you said or whatever. And then Drew came back this year. It feels different with Drew, doesn't it? This year feels different with Drew from outside the locker room, at least inside the locker room. Did it feel different? There was that report that Michael Thomas uh, was playing because he thought this was potentially Drew's last run in this whole thing. Did it feel like that inside of a locker inside the locker room at all? No, I mean, we talk about, you know, every year we, we feel like we're in a great position to win or at least put ourselves in contention to have a chance to win. Um, you talk about Mike Thomas coming back. Mike Thomas comes back because he's an ultimate competitor and he loves winning. Um, and when you talk about what Drew brings to the field, uh, that's exactly what we've, we've always known, a certain standard of, of how professional he is. Now, you know, the last playoff game didn't go the way we wanted it to. Uh, for numerous reasons. Um, but when you think about what we've done the last four years in running the NFC South the way we have um, up until this last playoff game, that's something that we have to capitalize upon. And hey, I Cam, say, what, what was it like Drew and his retirement? I'm bouncing around, but I'm also like, you know, every year prior to this, I've, I've heard trade rumors. I've heard, you know, Drew headed towards retirement, and every year he's proved him wrong. Um, every year he's came back, and every year, you know, for the last almost five years now, we made two a playoff run and been in position to uh, make a real run in the Super Bowl, and at least in our locker room field, like, feels. You, um, so when we talk about Drew retiring, I don't really want to answer this question until I have to. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it puts you in a tough spot because if you show support for anybody, it's like, oh, no, I'm moving on. Like if someone said, hey, do you like Jameis? Yeah, I love Jameis. Oh, you must hate Drew and taste him. Like, I guess, does anyone there, like, do they ever coach you up or tell you, hey, man, like, you can't just say no comment. I don't know. Like, how do you? How do you? Figure You're in a fucking lose lose spot, Cam. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's the way it is. I mean, it, it's real though, because that's the world right now with the New Orleans Saints. You guys are a great team, incredible team, always going to be. Sean Payton's incredibly talented. And then when they thought of like, oh, Russell Wilson could get in, there, everybody's like, oh shit, Sean Payton with Russell Wilson. While the Drew Brees thing still, you're in a lose lose really in any situation. It feels like right. Right. I mean, you know, we went three and one with Taysom Hill. We went five and oh with Teddy Bridgewater. You know, then we still have the gunslinger with Jameis Winston, who, you know, Sean is already, you know, Dub said, hey, we'd love to have him back. And I don't, you know, I don't see it as a backup role, which means eventually that he is seeing, you know, Drew Brees retiring sometime. Now, whether that be this year, next year, two years from now, whatever the case may be, our contingency plan right now involves Jameis. And so I can look at him and be like, hey, Jameis is a hell of a quarterback. We've seen him. Uh, for, you know, five years over at Tampa. And now, you know, we got a year watching him, the way he worked, the way he practiced, the way he took, you know, the game from Drew and implemented some things. And knowing that he's already a 5,000-yard gunslinger in the in the National Football League, something that he don't have to prove. Um, now you've you've improved, as Marshawn would say, your mentals. Uh, you know, he's, he's gotten a little bit better behind uh, one of the best to ever do it. So 
now, you know, you're in a position to say, hey, we do have some viable options if Drew is to retire. Well, he not only took care of his mentals, he also took care of his eyeballs, too. You know, lacing. Yeah, Remember, right. he couldn't even, quick lacing. He couldn't even <laughs> see whenever he was thrown for 5,000 yards, uh, whenever he was back in Tampa Bay. We're talking to Cameron Jordan, obviously legend of the New Orleans Saints. Speaking of Tampa Bay, your defense this year, unbelievable. I, I honestly believe for a large part of the season, the conversation revolved around the Saints being the team that could go because of how great the defense was. Just like the Niners the year before that, the conversation was the defense. This year, it felt like your defense was one that could potentially make an entire Super Bowl run. You run into Tom Brady, obviously. We all know how that whole story ended. But what do you think of your defense going into another year where a team in the division is going to be loaded with weapons? It's going to be, they're going to have a lot of weapons. They're going to come back, hopefully, in their eyes, continue to hit stride. As a defense what is your mindset going into the offseason? Man, um, you know, first and foremost, you think about, you know, the addition of what Quan Alexander meant to our defense and how he came in and had a surgeons of play um, before he got injured. And then you think about, you know, DeMario Davis signing an extension. So, you know, he's going to be with the team for a couple more years and for years to come. And, you know, how stalwart he is as a, as a defender, as a linebacker. Um, and then, of course, this year he added on like five or six sacks to boot as well. Um, and then you talk about, you know, how the defensive line really came up. You had David Onyemata, six and a half sacks. You had Trey Henderson leading the team with, with 13 and a half, going crazy oh. this year. Um, and you love to see it happen. And then, of course, I'm on the other side, stopping the run, playing the pass, et cetera. Um, but you, have, you talk about our secondary, who's, who's special. You know, you had Jack Rapp, you had uh, Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Williams, uh, Malcolm Jenkins came in, and then you had C.D. Ducey, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson Jr., you know, whatever. the whole secondary core in itself just really showed up this year with um, with their ability to, at times, take out some of the best wide receiving cores in the game. Team was unbelievable. Your defense was awesome to watch this year. It really was. Ty, what do you have? Cam, did you consider letting uh, Lex Lumpkin slime you at all during the Nickelodeon yeah. game? It yeah. seemed like you were pretty apprehensive to that when they were trying to slime you. Yeah, he kind of dunked on that kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look, um, had I been slimed, I was probably going to dunk him in, in the slime as well. Okay. It, goes, it, goes, it goes slime for slime, you know? Um, but I was, I was willing, but I just, you know, like, just got done playing the game. I was really trying. Like, in my mind, I was going to slime Sean. But uh, Sean had already took off and ran off. Mm. So I was prepared to slime Sean. I wasn't prepared to get slimed. There's a whole mindset you have to be ready for. Yeah, it's two different worlds. You, you had one of the most interesting masks I'd ever seen mm-hmm. on during that interview. Is that your day-to-day mask there? Um, Not at all. Look, I found that. My wife found that mask and then had, you know, sent it my way. And I I was like, you know what? I'll check, I'll check this out. I did not know that there was like a little like pre fog mist that you're supposed to put on that thing. So I was all, you know, I looked like Hannibal Lecter. Yes. I had everything just breathing through it. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know there was prep game for this. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I would not have known that there's a, a mass game prep that you have to do either. But as you were telling that Lex Lumpkin kid to go to hell, basically, yes. with that thing on, it was a magical moment. I mean, an absolutely magical moment. Um, I mean, if anything, it was an easy opt out for him. He's like, I don't really trust this monster with this mask on. Uh, Arizona, is that always home in the offseason? Uh, how long yeah, is that? Absolutely. And why is it? Good training out there? Is that, well, why, why is Arizona home? Is that where you're from? Yeah, 12 houses down. 
<laughs> I, I was I, I was raised about twelve houses down. Hey, we own the we own the block, honestly. <laughs> my dad my dad lives twelve houses down. My mom is a house down. My mom and grandma is a house down from him. Um, my sister is about fifteen houses up, and my brother is about seventeen houses up. So two houses beyond my sisters. So in about a twenty five house radius, we have. Nine grandkids. Oh, Eight grandkids out here rolling. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. Congratulations. Good luck this offseason. Can't wait to see what the Saints do so you can, you know, finally give answers and motivate whoever is going to be the quarterback inevitably. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys for having me on. Ladies and gentlemen, Cam Jordan. Thank you, man. Yeah. That'd be impossible, you know? Because their defense was unbelievable yep. this past year. Mm-hmm. Defense was so good. Defense is going to be so good. Yeah, but if you don't have a quarterback, it doesn't matter, you know, Cam. So you got to ask him about that. He, he handled that very well. He seems, though, to believe with his Morton Anderson conversation and what he just said, Jameis is going to be the guy. And it feels like he's got faith with what he saw behind the scenes. What's that? And during the interview, uh, Rappaport put out a video basically saying that Drew, that he has no, received no indication that Drew is playing. He is retiring. But Drew is just waiting for the right time, is basically what Rappaport said in the video. That's why is he doing uh, the the growler crawler thing? He just wants to be in shape for life. Good Never for seen him. this before. Good yeah. for him. He's going. So he's training harder for retirement than he did. Because he'd never seen what he did before. So that means if he had trained there before, he yeah. had never done what he did while going into retirement. Oh. That's interesting. Drew Brees is an interesting guy, AJ. It's a new record. New record. Did you hear the guy? Yeah. The trainer? Yeah. That head of hair Course was record, glorious. Dude. Can we run that thing? Do we have that video? No one's ever gone that far. So now, like, so to set new records, you just got to go like one foot farther than anyone else is going. I think usually people just don't take off and run down the block, AJ. Well, <laughs> nobody wants to get better. Hey, yeah. you know what, Pat? At the church, this is what we can do at the church when you get all set up there. We'll do these kind of things and we'll all just set new world records. Press play there. Can we get sound on it? Where's he going? <laughs> What are you doing? Bro! What are you doing? Bro! Okay. He's never done that. Uh, ever. Sounds like Pat. Hurry up! Relax. Don't know what he's doing. DB, come on. What? DB, come on. I'm not sure what he's doing. Never quite been done before. You needed a hey. black and back. Had his camera, had his phone rolling at the right time. That's a new record because it's never been done before. Oh, Oh, shit. Uh, Classic Todd Dirks. That was good motivation there. That was good motivation there. He's made like $300 million in his career. What's he doing working out with those people? Well, what's he working out what he's never done before if he's going into retirement? I mean, I'm pretty intrigued by this whole thing. You know what I mean? But he already restructured his contract. They need to... What, what was that about then? $1 million down from $24 million. Whatever. I get tweeted that every single time I talk about how Drew has not officially announced any decision. A lot of Saints fans go, he restructured his entire contract. I'm like, okay, all right. I mean. Then why don't you say it? Then what, if, he's, if he's truly done, what, what is he waiting for, I guess? Well, you know, AJ, that's the game. You know, just like yeah. last year, we had him on Super Bowl Radio Row, and we asked him, and he said that he feels like uh, the time will be right when the time is right. <laughs> I forget what it was. He had a very profound answer about why he couldn't answer the only question that basically anybody had for him, which was, are you playing? I mean, these smoothies are good, but are you playing next year? <laughs> that was the entire That was the entire. How thing. were they? Were they good, Ty? Well, I don't know, because you can get one for me, you know? Oh, my bad. Can't it's have me. that head of hair under a helmet. Well, what are you saying? Just like to know where he got it from, personally. <laughs> that was a big topic of conversation. I do like really? that the, the internet just immediately goes, 
Okay, he looks like he's in shape. All right, he's mm-hmm. doing things he's never done before. Is he retiring? Who cares? Uh, where did the hair come from, Drew? Where did the hair come from? And that's why the internet's the best place on earth. Joining us now, a nine-year NFL veteran who played in the secondary. Great show, the Man to Man podcast host, ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Hey, D Bud, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How you doing, man? Rookie of the year. Congrats, hey. man. Big time. Hey, you're, hey, you're rookie of the year too, dude. You were there. Yeah. You were there. Oh, yeah. I'll we, take that. I'll take that. We did it. <laughs> Didn't we? Hey, uh, quick question. I went on this rant, I think, before you were on, so I'm not sure if you heard it. Lamar Jackson right now currently in negotiations with the Baltimore Ravens. It is alleged now that they are nowhere close. So uh, who's leaking that information? Probably Lamar Jackson's team, but maybe the Baltimore Mm -hmm. Ravens are as well. Who knows? Uh, Do you think the reason why is, and we are trying to figure this out, and as a guy who played uh, both corner at a very high level and safety at a very high level, why is the conversation always that Lamar has to get to the elite level of throwing pocket quarterback if he's expecting quarterback money when the elite pocket level quarterback people could never ever do what he does uh, on the other side? How come there is always that thought that he has to be the guy stationary quarterback as well as what he's doing if he wants to be the long-term successful guy why is that something that exists i mean i think just uh you know just creatures of habit that's just been the standard for so long you know the tom brady's the drew Brees, the Peyton's. that's kind of been you know what it's been but obviously the game is evolving and um you know lamar moves the chains he, he's, he puts up points he obviously can do a lot of things that those guys can't do um but at the end of the day uh, i would say one of the weaker points of not just him but that entire offense and that scheme is uh, you know being able to move that ball in the two minute drip in the two minute drives so a lot of games come down to a lot of big games come down to when they know you're passing the ball can you drop down and be um you know accurate inside and outside the numbers i think lamar jackson has proved more than enough to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league um he's still super super young man still young younger than joe burrow's going into his Second year in the league. So I think um, ultimately they'll, they'll reach a number that'll probably have them in that top two or three range. Okay, so let's talk about this now. There's stats coming out all over the weekend that no team that has ever paid their quarterback above 14% <laughs> of the salary cap. But we did the math, by the way. Mm-hmm. If Tom Uh-oh. Brady's numbers were $28.5 million last year and his salary cap was like $196 million or 98.2. million, he actually accounted for 14 point something percent, which would be above 14% just in itself but i think his his dead cap hit was only 25 million or something mm-hmm. so some three anyways they're saying if you don't pay if you pay a quarterback more than 14 percent of the entire salary cap you can't win that's what they're saying nobody's been able to do it or whatever because of the way with the new cba bigger salary cap quarterbacks money just went through the fucking yeah, roof everybody's like this should be more money for everybody and quarterbacks were like nah Actually not. It's going to be more than money for us if you want to make go. How do you feel about that entire aspect, though, where this next generation of quarterbacks who are about to get paid could potentially be punished yeah. by the previous generation's failures with the amount of cash that they were paid? Yeah, because it's tough to do. It's tough to it's tough to obviously build a, a quality roster around those huge contracts. But, you know, when guys are up, they're up. So, I mean, it's, it's a balance. I mean, Brady... For a number of years in New England, you know, I, you know, was took pay cuts, took lower numbers on the books uh, for the betterment of the team. And uh, you've seen the success that Seattle had when Russ was under his rookie contracts and other teams. So it's tough to do. And um, they're going to keep getting paid that money, though, when they're up, just like Dak and the Cowboys right now. Like the number is kind of what the going rate is, you know, regardless of 
how you feel about them. What are, what's your alternative? So you got to figure that out, and uh, other teams are going to have to continue to figure it out and maneuver the rest of the, the roster around that. But uh, quarterbacks, ultimately, I think it's going to be some point where they kind of got to get into their own lane. Yes, I think so, too. I think they should be slotted, do their own thing, have us be our own thing. And then everybody will say that's quarterback club. Well, not really. The quarterback club was actually the quarterbacks back in the day not joining the union and making their own deals and literally fucking over everybody. Yeah. This would yeah. be them not cutting into the salary cap in a much different world. Um, let's talk about Dak Prescott because, you know, in, you know when you talk Dak, right, you immediately go to Jerry <laughs> Jones and you think about Jerry Jones the way he's handled this entire thing. My hands... <laughs> Don't get cramps right in checks. And then he said, I just want to win games. Okay, so to win games in Dallas, I think there's a lot of things that are going to have to happen. I think it's potentially a culture issue going on down there. But if you pay Dak, they've paid everybody else down there, basically, which, by yeah. the way, should have paid Dak years ago. This is now come. How come the Chiefs have this ability to pay the biggest contract in history to a guy and also keep everybody else around him for the next five years. But every other team can't do it like Dallas. And Dak is supposed to be the one that's supposed to change as opposed to uh, maybe the Dallas Cowboys figuring out how to utilize the salary cap a little bit better. Yeah, see, I, I, I never like that. I, I don't like the players having to change or take discounts or things like that because the Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys are going to be around for a long time after Dak's, you know, done in the league. So Dak needs to strike while the iron's hot. Um, he obviously was drafted in the fourth round, um, unseated Romo, you know, week one, didn't miss a game, first four plus years. And then, so he's done everything in his power. Now, Jerry Jones, he strung it out. And now, now we're at a number where they're saying they're, they're uncomfortable paying him. But like I said, what's your alternative? But for Dak, you know, he got a strike. He, he, he got a hit with Irons. Obviously, he got hurt for the first time in his career, serious injury, um, missing some time. But you saw Carson get over 100. You saw golf get over 100. We talked about Jalen Smith being paid. Zeke getting 90. Um, he kind of tricked it off. He should have went and joined Zeke and Cabo a couple years ago and got his money first. Uh, I don't know how the hell you pay everybody around uh, the quarterback of, you know, he's the face of the most valuable franchise, you know, on the planet. So um, they, they got it. They got to figure. But that's that's on Steven and Jerry to figure out, their roster and all that stuff. That He's done everything in his power to do. All you got to do is get healthy and sign that check when it looked right. I think Goff and Wentz and them, I mean, that is that is what everybody's scared to death of at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as, not Detroit, by the way. Detroit's no, no, not scared no, of it. No, Detroit's no. like, we want that. Yeah, you know what bring I mean? It on. Big contract, <laughs> massive contract. <laughs> Best days behind you. Bring it in here. We want it. Uh, they're going to deal with that, obviously, in a Detroit different fashion. Detroit for you. Hey, <laughs> hey, that guy's going to gnaw kneecaps, bro. All right. He's going to get that team going over there. What do you got, Ty? D-Butt, do you think yep. Deshaun or Russell will actually change teams this offseason? And what more can these guys do? Like, I, I don't ever remember a situation where it seems, in both cases, it just continually gets worse and worse and more stuff is leaked. And I feel like if there's smoke, there's probably fire. Oh yeah, that's definitely the new the new NFL. Um, where smoke is fire, and and I'm surprised with the Russ situation. I don't think he moves um, this off season, but next next off season, I can see it definitely happening. But him, you know, saying no, nah, we didn't demand a trade. But if you are going to trade us, these are the four teams that I would like to go to. Um, Deshaun, Deshaun, on the other hand, I think it's a foregone conclusion. He he's got to be moved. And if you're going to do anything right this off season. Um, I think the Houston's got to try to move them, uh, you know, before the draft so they know exactly what they're dealing with. They know what resources they're getting back to build a good team going forward because you can't have, regardless of how talented a guy is, 
especially when he's the leader of the troops. You can't have him in the locker room. Uh, you know, you got a new head coach, new GM. We're trying to build a winning culture, and our our main guy doesn't want to be here. You, you can't have that in the locker room. You can't have it. Yeah, Ru- the Russell Wilson thing. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> I absolutely love it, dude. I his, his team. <laughs> what'd you say? No, Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, Mr. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Mr. Unlimited. He unlimited. God. He got. <laughs> bro, you're not acting unlimited. Bro. <laughs> bro. Imagine. Uh, it'd be tough. That'd be tough. Anyways, I'm not on anything. Doesn't matter. But it would be interesting. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Is over, hey, we're on live. Okay. All right, we can get behind that. I would love that. <laughs> Anyways, his team around him, chef, mm-hmm. uh, trainer, camera person, uh, chiropractor, landscaper. Spiritual advisor. Spiritual advisor, agent. Music video coordinator. Costume and music video coordinator. Uh, the team of three was the first people to leak the information that they're not happy with the way Seattle has treated their team three leader in this entire thing Mm -hmm. is that a way is that something we should start doing going forward is if you have something to say have it be just from the team team reports this because i think the way russell will spin this is i never said anything and his agent came out and said russell has never said anything right this is just but we would think this is that their way of trying to protect russell and does it work at all right now in a world where if you're a fugazi at all everybody's like that's a fucking fake right there I mean, I I like it. I like it because so I think guys should start doing it. I mean, it's just kind of how the game has been played, especially from the teams, because the teams, as you know, the team's been doing this forever. Oh, yeah. Especially a team like the Cowboys, they'll come out and they'll leak, you know, they run a lot of the networks, so they'll leak, put, put out any information they want to put out there. So now it's kind of the players doing the same, and um, the players not necessarily looked at as the bad guy, because when a player comes out and just says what they want straight up, they're always going to be the villain. I don't know how they're always the villain, and oh, I don't, we don't want to see millionaires and billionaires arguing, blah blah. blah. But um, so I mean, it's, I like it. I like it. Do business as business is being done. Oh, hey, that's good. That's man. a good one. That's a T-shirt. That's a, Bel- that's a Belichick quote. That's a Belichick quote. Oh, okay. Any more mm-hmm. of those? Any more of those just fall out on a daily basis? <laughs> By the way, I'll let you know, some cliches hit me, like, on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, oh, take care of the little things, big things to take care of themselves. Let's go ahead. Let's lock this in. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that is the dumbest football cliche of all time. And It's, it's, it's a great one. Cliches are cliches for speak for yourself. Like, that's a bell you know, I always get that one because when you start talking, you're like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to just speak for myself. Ignore the noise. I give you. A, I give you a Belichickism every time I get on here. How about that? All right. Well, be where your feet are, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, D. But New England's getting a lot of their players back who sat out this year. Who do you think ends up in New England? Do you think they could run it back with Cam at quarterback again? Ah, uh, you know what? I, after hearing them on 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 an I am athlete pod, um, I think I, I'm I'm more likely to see that situation maybe happen again. I didn't think so before that. Um, I didn't think he would even want to be back there with the weapons that they had on offense because they're getting the guys back, a lot of guys back on defense. But I mean, offensively, if you're a quarterback, you know what do you, what do you have? Yeah, they still some, stink. Some <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't I didn't see that. So um, I, I mean, what's your other alternatives if you're New England? Do you finesse something in the draft and try to move up and get a guy? Um, but I, I still fifty fifty right there. But I, I, I'm I'm a little. It was probably twenty eighty before I heard him talk on that pod. You think Cam has options? Not very many. 
I don't think I so. Really I was just, I was literally just thinking that whenever you were like, yeah, the yeah. best best option for New England would be Cam or whatever. And by the way, that I am athlete podcast is awesome. It's fucking yeah. every single every single time it comes out, there's just mm-hmm. my man to man pod. Can't wait for it to get as much exposure. You guys have been crushing yeah. it over there. We appreciate you here at the office. But whenever we were listening to Cam on there, he was mm-hmm. talking about you know the dopest shit one that ran five straight days mm-hmm. on ESPN. Yeah, they, they, they took that a real. That <laughs> was a little odd to me. Five straight days that thing was on there. The thought though now in in allegedly Bill Belichick's raving about uh, Cam Newton now everywhere mm-hmm. it's all, it feels like that is becoming something where they're going to be together for the long haul. I, I'm in, I'm intrigued to see if there's success there if there is by the way what a massive nice fuck you from both of them to everybody if there's success there but that roster is not ready to go i don't think right roster is not good and, and i mean last year he didn't have, he didn't have a lot of time obviously going into a completely different system true um mcdaniels has been known to be a pretty good coach so with another year under your belt another off season hopefully you get somebody in there that can uh, you know help him out in the office then I can see it being um, somewhat successful. Obviously, you got the Bills, and they're doing some some big things. You got the Dolphins. Hopefully, they get the shine. Huh. Um, so, oh, uh, no. oh, oh, so that's the only way, huh? Uh-huh. Tua, you're out on Tua. Tua stinks. Wow. No, Is that what you no, just said? No. I, saw, I saw him. Cr- he, he, he cranked up the car. Oh, yeah, yesterday. he did. So yeah, they, it was electric. You know, we want to shine down here. <laughs> but, if, but, but if we get two, we're cool with two or two. But we want four. Hey, when's the mayor coming out? When's the mayor want- coming out like over in New Orleans? The mayor came out and said, hey, Drew, fucking retire. Okay? <laughs> We're trying to get Ross in here. When's the mayor of Miami going to be like, Tua, aloha, okay. We, when's that going to happen? We're kind of we're a little fair, fair weather down here a little bit when it comes to to football. We're not no. like no. Die, like a little, a little more diehard. It's a little more not no not me. No, no. changing hats no. every day, D-Bot. Yeah. You know, we got loyal Dolphins, but for the city of Miami, I mean, it's too much to do down here to be, you know. Come on, man. Let's be serious. How we got this? T-Butt, speaking of fair weather, didn't see you wearing that Miami Heat hat a couple weeks ago. Interesting. Um, who would you rather have, Cam? Jimmy G or Teddy Bridgewater? Because it seems like... Or Jameis Winston. Or Jameis Winston. <laughs> oh, okay. Jameis Winston. Um, damn. I'll, I'll go Jimmy G, man. I'll go Jimmy G. I think Jimmy Ooh. G is uh, is catching more grief than he, he should be. I, I mean, you know, he's had a... I don't know what his record is, but it's pretty good winning percentage. Mm-hmm. One Super Bowl appearance already. Obviously, had a great defense. But I think Jimmy G's not bad. He just has to step up and make the big plays in the big moments. But out of that list, I'll take Jimmy G. And probably Jameis, uh, number two. Really? What about Teddy? Yeah, J- Jameis post LASIK. I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta take a shot on the guy who just got LASIK and threw for five thousand yards the season before. Thirty picks, but you threw thirty tugs too. Jameis, when you show up, you know you gotta score points. So, um, still young too. A couple yeah, follow ups there. A couple follow ups there. Jameis's uh, workouts are starting back up on the internet. Oh man, we thank you, Jameis. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jameis. Can't wait to see what's, what's next. Oh. Oh, shenanigans wow. he got up his sleeves dude they put the camera at a place where he knows right he knows at this point oh yeah james knows what gets the people going mm-hmm. you know what i mean those cam the, uh, the super zoom it almost felt like they were zoomed in on his workout face it was unbelievable i'm like thank you james mm-hmm. now whenever you talk about uh, jimmy garoppolo 
Mm -hmm. You know, Jimmy gets traded. Did the Patriots want Jimmy over Tommy? Uh, did, did Jimmy G maybe f uh, steal the hearts of uh, Belichick and Kraft over Tommy fucking Foxborough? And mm -hmm. then he gets sent out. Then he has success. Then bang, he's undefeated. Then they re-sign his contract. We got the guy, okay? Here we go. Shanahan, Lynch, we got our guy. Here we were going to go. Then he gets hurt. Uh, we're down. Then he gets back. Super Bowl. Okay, holy shit. We're running the ball a lot, not really doing much. Then last year, uh, after a Super Bowl loss, it was alleged the 49ers were going to bring in Tom Brady over Jimmy G. So Jimmy G is like looking over his shoulder this entire time. We just played in a fucking Super Bowl now and potentially out. Now this offseason, allegedly mm -hmm. the Niners reached out about Teddy Bridgewater. They reach out about some other quarterbacks. Jimmy G is at a point where he signed a contract, got paid, and he has no idea if his team wants him there or not. I feel like, just like Carson Wentz, the thought of a team wanting you to be their guy can help, I assume, some people that maybe, uh, I don't want to say, aren't... Uh are just built differently. You know what I mean? And maybe Jimmy G, with the way the Niners are, have yet to say this is our guy for the long haul. They say it, but then all their actions say they don't really mean yeah. it. Do you think that potentially helps him? And is that going to help Carson, you think, whenever Carson gets to Indianapolis? Like you said, it depends on the guy. Uh, it depends on your mental. Um, obviously, a guy like A-Rod, you know, they did they went and drafted a guy in the first round, and you saw the season that he had. And, you know, hearing him talking your on your show, it wasn't like a – you know, a spiteful FU type thing. It was more so like, oh, you know, whatever challenges come, blah, blah, blah. Now, Jimmy G, could he have that mindset? Could Carson Wentz have that mindset? I think it will be a good move for Carson Wentz to move it from a fan base in a city in a town like Philly to Indy. A little more, you know, a little more Midwest, a little more a not laid back. You know, obviously <laughs> yeah. a lot of expectations of quarterback position, but I think that will be a better move uh, for him. But Jimmy G, I think he'll be all right, man. I think he'll come out, obviously been under Tom. Uh, he knows how to find motivation from different things. Um, he got a, you know, kind of a raw deal last last year. A lot of guys are banged up. He was banged up. Um, I think he comes back, you know, striking this year. Are you saying Jimmy G MVP candidate next year? Ooh, I, would, I wouldn't go that far. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I'm not gonna go that far. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, okay, so it'll be good. It'll be next it'll year. Be we'll, good. It'll be good. <laughs> next year we'll be talking again whether or not the Niners want to upgrade a guy. quarterback. <laughs> That's what you're. I mean, do. like 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 Ty said, where there's smoke, there's fire. There has been a lot of a lot of talk. Um, you know, all last season was he the guy you saw him get pulled, but I think it was more the injuries with him and the injuries around him last year. I think next year, I think he'll put a lot of that talk behind him. Great conversation today. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, host of the Man to Man podcast. Nine years in the NFL? Yes, sir. Nine year NFL vet, Darius. There was a little bit of a conversation before the show mm -hmm. <laughs> on how many years it was. We thought nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weren't 100% sure. So on his nameplate, we just put NFL OG. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and just make sure we Both just check out. Just boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and knock it off. Great conversation. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. 
Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. You know, uh, there was a little bit of a miscommunication last week between myself and FanDuel. We worked that out. That's kind of how things operate whenever you're in a business relationship with each other. But even if we weren't in a business relationship with FanDuel, it'd be hard to say that we wouldn't use the FanDuel Sportsbook app. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Nah. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. Uh, shout out to uh, Bill Dushnik. Big fan <laughs> of Bill Dushnik. Bill Dushnik refused to give the guy his real name because what he's trying to do is stir up drama with us. Had a little bit of a hit piece on me this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. Now, I have had to dabble in these waters before because of Robert Borbeck, uh, mm-hmm. who wrote a little something. It was so soft, though, did not even get to it now. But here we have Bill Dushnik coming after us with the New York Post this weekend. And I read the article, okay? I read the article. I went through it. It was tweeted to me a bunch of times. And it was just the standard thing that you kind of run into with an old white. Now, I did not know that Bill Dushnik existed until this particular case. And mm-hmm. then, by the way. I did some research on old Bill. Mm-hmm. This guy's a fucking scumbag. <laughs> okay, so immediately upon learning about that and reading that and learning about this human as a whole, and then obviously the entire reaction to the article, you immediately go like, oh, that guy fucking sucks. Who mm-hmm. cares what he has to say? And by the way, are we at the point now where the New York Post is posting articles about us? Good for us, hey, baby! We made it. Huh? Made it. We made it. Uh, everybody can have their opinions. By the way, Jay, please, a little bit of sound over here. We actually have an entire thing about him every time we come back mm-hmm. to the show, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Giving the old white guys something to complain about. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally, the entire article right there was was an open that we use. So I want to tell Bill, uh, I understand. You're right. You have your right to your opinion. I guess you've done a lot of that throughout your entire life. You've been very successful. And if I ever taste a flake of success in my fifth uh, job, as as you have had in your one singular job, uh, I I hope to one day be able to reach where you have been able to reach, which is the pinnacle of trollness at this point at the New York fucking Post. Congrats to you, uh, and we appreciate you taking a little time out of your fucking life to listen with your stupid fucking ears, with your dumb fucking face, uh, and have a little bit of something different maybe in your life. And maybe stick around, might help you out. If not, no big deal. Uh, and, and whenever you say somebody might have a flake of success at some point, after being named a, a punter of a decade, mm-hmm. and, you know... I got like the Heisman of radio my first year in radio. Yeah. Just got rookie of the year. Oh my God, rookie, rookie of the year. Of the year. <laughs> Just the other day at wrestling. It's like, how do you measure? Okay, so that's not how you measure success. I agree. Okay, how do you measure success? Fulfillment, happiness. You read that article, you quickly see that I probably beat him in that particular aspect of life as well. So no matter how you judge success or whatever, Bill, I just want to let you know, I'm happy you've been around a long time. I respect the hell out of you. Actually, I don't. I respect the hell out of your ability to last this long in something that is not easy. I could never do it. I retired after eight years. Now, granted, all pro and that kid just said the whole thing. But the fact that you've been able to be around for this long doing what you're doing is so incredibly impressive to me. I want to let you know that I, I very much believe that the amount of people that you have to have tell you how bad of a human you are, which is all the Internet was, by the way. As soon as this guy wrote this article, everybody started coming. You got mushnicked. 
Mm-hmm. You got mushnicked. You got mushnicked. That's what everybody's saying. So I'm like, what does that even mean? And then I look, everybody's just burying this guy for writing this article about me. Now, he hates us because we swear and mm-hmm. I'm disgraceful mm-hmm. is what he called. I mean, Walter Payton, Man of the Year winner, uh, Salute to Service Award finalist in, in the NFL. No, but these are just things that you could have looked up, but these are things that are there. Called me disgraceful or whatever. This guy has had to stare down hate his entire life. And at this point, I am so impressed by it. I could never do what he has been able to do. It felt like everybody on the internet hated this man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he even goes on the internet because his Twitter isn't very active. So what I'm saying, Phil, Bill, Dill, thank you for what you did. It was probably the greatest marketing our show has ever had. A lot of people said that if Phil hates it, we'll probably love it. Mm-hmm. So we got this little promotion in New York Post. We appreciate you, Bill. Keep doing your thing. We understand we're not for everybody, but for those that we are, we can't thank you enough for rocking with us. We're going to have a great March first here. March yeah. Madness, Ray Ron Corn. Hell yeah! yeah. Hey, listen, last year, March Madness got canceled. It was when we found out, like, oh, shit, this might be yeah, real. Yeah. This Move. might be real. March Madness gets canceled. It's not canceled. It's moved. Mm-mm. Why are you canceling it? You should just move it. The NCAA is like, no, we're canceling mm-hmm. this thing. And the NCAA should have came out and said, like, by the way, this ain't the first. Like, there's a lot of shit about to get canceled here <laughs> yeah. coming up. March Madness is back. It's here in Indianapolis. We won't be able to see it, but we'll be able to celebrate it. Indianapolis bars are now allowed to be open until 2 a.m. again. Yeah. 50% capacity. The city mm-hmm. should be booming. This is a good All thing. Right. This is a good time. There we go. Happy March 1st. Uh, there's some stuff popping off in the NFL. More rumors, more rumors. NBA's happening. I mean, you're talking a lot of NBA happening right mm-hmm. now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of NBA. Yeah. It'd be great if the NFL would come in with a little bit more, maybe, mm-hmm. news. You know yep. what I mean? Like, if J.J. would get off that Peloton. <laughs> you know what I mean? If J.J., now there's a big rumor, J.J.'s Peloton ID uh, says Green Bay, Cleveland, or Buffalo going to be in Super Bowl 56. J.J. Watt has come out and said, uh, I-, I don't have a Peloton. Mm-hmm. Please uh, stop with this. But this is what we have to resort to in the NFL world. That's why it'd be nice if some things start happening. Russell Wilson, Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson, Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens are now a little bit of drama that we have to cover. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be things for us to talk about, but it'd be nice for at least one move to be made. one 888 mad dog 6 the show. The COVID Cowboys here. How you doing, pal? I was pumped to hear uh, Mushnick or Mashnick or whatever his name Mushnick. is. Phil Mushnick is his name. I did think his name was Bill, though, because I thought about... <laughs> It was on me. Like I thought about <laughs> Billy McComas, Billy mm-hmm. Tubes, mm-hmm. at like the age of 58 or 60, oh, listening okay. to like our show and writing like a hit piece. So while I was reading it, I was thinking of that. It was a pretty funny little time, but it's Phil Mushnick. I would like to have a little well, bit of That was respect. just classic me. When I try to get names right, I get them wrong. When I try to get it wrong, it got it spot on correct, right? Nailed it. <laughs> I was pumped. To, we were pumped to hear in the article there was nothing, uh, no complaints about the barking, so the barking will stay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But if I, if I knew... That for Mardi Gras this weekend, the mayor of New Orleans was going to sacrifice Drew Brees' body, uh, I would have been there for that. Yeah, that is something that I guess I did leave out in the whole drama news. Um, New Orleans, Louisiana, right now is a big question mark for who's going to be their quarterback. Drew Brees has been the face of that city, Mm -hmm. that franchise, for oh so long. Last year, we didn't know if Drew Brees was going to retire. Okay, he came back. How'd they do? Okay, they did okay. Mm -hmm. They didn't win at all, no. okay? They, they actually lost to a team that's in their division, kind of sent them out. But then, you know, that team is still going to be there for a while. And Drew Brees, did he play his best football this year? He got hurt. What is this what's going to – and now we're at this point again where it's like, is Drew going to retire or not? And if you keep an eye on the internet, 
Todd Durkin's internet, to be exact. <laughs> I don't think Drew Brees is retiring. No. Drew Brees is pushing his crawler sled thing mm -hmm. from parking lot down the street, back up the parking lot. He has a great head of hair on. Oh, yeah. I mean, he looks like he's younger than he's ever been in his entire life. And we're wondering. So Drew Brees isn't retiring. That's what it sounds like and looks like and basically feels like. So is he going back to the Saints? Well, the mayor of New Orleans actually released an entire video. And in the video, the mayor of New Orleans said, basically, hey, Russell, Sierra, you want to come on down? We'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah. Do we have that video? Zito, roll that video, please. Oh, we should probably set a strike. Can we play that? We should... I've heard the rumors now. Okay, here we go. And I want to make sure that oh, you no. understand That's that all. the city of New Orleans is a place for you and your beautiful family. I'm Latoya Cantrell, mayor of the city of New Orleans. What's up, mayor? And I know, Mr. Wilson, that you will be a great addition to the New Orleans Saints. And more importantly, I can see us in that number winning that Super Bowl championship once again. Yeah. And what Ooh. else I can see? What? The misses. Sierra Wilson herself on that main stage Woo! during the historical Essence Festival. Uh -huh. I just okay. want to stop in to let you know that we not only admire you, we mm. want you. Love you, man. Love Sierra. Love your beautiful family. The culture of the city of New Orleans awaits you, she says. <laughs> what, she, what she meant to do through that video, and I don't know if this was on purpose or not, and I don't know if anybody in her team told her about the Saints thing going on or whatever. I wonder if she was like, you know, I'm, how do we make a video that actually just fucking, you know, huh? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Drew Brees. Like, I, I think they actually, how do we do it? They're like, oh, let's get an umbrella. Let's mm -hmm. spin an umbrella. Little catchy. Great umbrella. Little tune at the beginning. And then I'll just cut a promo about how awesome our city is for some other quarterback that's probably never, ever going to come here. No. Because the Seahawks have basically said, nah. But there is some trade offers, I guess. Mayor Latoya followed up with, uh, I have been hearing the rumors on the streets. I don't know if they are true or not, but I just want... Russell Wilson and Sierra to know that if these rumors are true, please know that the city of New Orleans <laughs> will welcome you and your family with open arms. So not just the video, now we got a tweet coming mm -hmm. out from the mayor. And the thing about that is, okay, the thing about that is, Drew Brees, is he going to ask to go somewhere else? Oh. Is Drew Brees going to want to be on the move? At Ty Schmidt, big Drew Brees fan. How do you think Drew Brees feels with a new head of hair? He's pushing crawlers farther than he's ever pushed them before. Mm -hmm. How do you think Drew Brees is handling this entire situation? Well, I believe the uh, the mayor did this before Drew Brees' video came out, right? So I think oh. that was just his response. Mm. You know, And you saw like Chase Daniel and those guys like, it's a new course record. We've never seen anyone do this. <laughs> so yeah. Chase Daniel was pretty pumped. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. juiced up. So, so, I mean, you know, is it a surprise? No, Drew Brees going ahead and, you know, making something about him and you know, oh. having everyone else do it. Like, you know, I mean, I would love to see Russell Wilson go play in New Orleans. That'd be awesome. I'd love it. But, I mean, it looks like Drew Brees, you know, he's got another, what, four or five good years in him? Uh, he's doing something that's never been done before. Uh -huh. Growl or crawl. Or yeah. Pushing it all the way around. New course street, record. Dude. Chase Daniel. I think it was like a uh, – I was intrigued by the – I've never done the uh, – public group workout thing sure Most you know haven't. what i mean yeah but a lot of players a lot of players have done like they'll go work out together they'll go to places together you see a lot of photos of players from working out together at places you mm -hmm. know what i mean public group workouts yeah that but that seemed like he was doing it with like the 
the cul-de-sac, like the, his community was. Yeah, I was going to get to that. But oh, the, the, the thing is, whenever you do those group workouts, okay, it's, it's such an interesting mindset. Because when I'm lifting, okay, I'm motherfucking in there. Mm-hmm. All right, I want music loud. All right, I want to I wanna be reminded of the hate I need to go ahead and get through this entire thing. Drew Brees, Chase Daniel, working out that place there in San Diego, it looks like they're having the time of their life. Is that like a fit fam? Because there was families there, mm-hmm. to your point, Diggs. There was Drew Brees running. You heard uh, uh, people laughing and commenting in the back. That's like fit family life. Is that what that is? And if that's the case, I'm very jealous that Drew Brees is at this fit fam life style thing with Chase Daniel over there in San Diego with a new head of hair. Mm-hmm. The hair thing was wild to me. The, the hair thing, because that was getting analyzed on the internet as well. Picture of Drew from what, 39 days ago? Mm-hmm. I mean, or 40 days ago, whenever the, the lost was in the hair. That hair was clean. Yeah. I mean, Drew Brees is living his best life right now. He might come back and, you know, what if he goes ring hunting? What if he says, you know oh. what, I'll take a low amount of money. I just want to get on a good team and play. That'd be intriguing to see what the uh, market would be for Drew Brees. Would Drew Brees ever play anywhere else? Is there a chance Drew Brees can play anywhere else? Or is it uh, Saints or nothing? Because right now it seems like the mayor is like, yeah, we don't, we, be nice if you just fucking sail off into a sunset there, Drew Brees. Interesting situation. What if Miami Dolphins had Drew Brees? Oh, oh yes. At Bubba Gumpino sitting here. Fantastic hat. Good beard. Gumpy, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Ty Schmidt, welcome back, by the way. Great Thank to you. have you. Good to be back. Uh, Gumpy, what if the Dolphins got Drew Brees? I would respectfully say no thank you, Pat. Really? You say, hey, give us Tua, <laughs> who's potentially a second-year Drew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Potentially. Drew can work out as hard as he wants. It's it's throwing the ball that's the issue. He's probably going to throw it five yards next year. What is your problem? That is quite a burial. I would like to reiterate to the Bill Dushniks and such that the opinions of Gumpy and any of those on the show do not necessarily reflect that of mine or their employer. And by the way, that's nice to have a good collection of people, okay? It is not always, you know, if if I agreed with everything that everybody said in here, there'd be no reason for us to even speak to each other, right? We might as well yeah. just go ahead and just speak. Like, there's, there's a reason to have that. I don't feel that way, though. I think Drew Brees <laughs> could come back and play football. I think he could. He's going to have to get hurt six, seven weeks Right in the middle of that thing, though? Yeah. yeah. Get recharged, okay? Mm-hmm. Then come back out on the other side swinging. Maybe he goes to a tandem quarterback place, much like the Dolphins, yeah. actually. No, thank you. <laughs> he's got Taysom Hill. He's, he's, in, he's there. That's what he needs. He's in New Orleans. Taysom Hill, we don't know if he's going to be an NFL quarterback. <laughs> if Russell Wilson was to go down to New Orleans with Sean Payton, that'd be fucking electrifying. <laughs> It'd be so damn good. It'd be so damn good. Uh, Other big news of the weekend, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are not close Mm -hmm. on an extension. So Lamar Jackson's right here, Mm -hmm. okay, at a not close distance. That is where the Ravens are with their offer, okay, to Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. Not close. So we have to now break down what does that mean? Who's leaking that information? How much could he potentially be worth right now at this point if you were to pay him an extension? All those questions. So let's first start with who probably leaked this information. I'd assume it's Lamar's people. Yeah. I'd assume this is Lamar Jackson's representation, letting the world know that what the Baltimore Ravens are currently offering is nowhere near going to be good enough. And to put the pressure potentially on the Ravens to have to answer with the public because the Ravens fans love Lamar Jackson. So that's a good little negotiation. Now, if this is from the Ravens, it could be. Maybe it's somebody from the 
the inside who has a good friend in the media from the score. Um, maybe they just want to let people know, like, we are not close, possibly. But every piece of information that gets out, we have to remember where it's coming from. There's a reason for it. Now, this happens a lot with quarterbacks. Uh, potentially, you know, they're, they're not close, and then it happens. It happens a lot with every other potential position in the NFL as well. Whenever publicly it sounds like they have no chance of closing the gap. And then Alvin Kamara missed a day or sat out a day in the middle of training camp. Everybody thought he was potentially gone from New Orleans. Inside of New Orleans was like, no, he's good, we're good. And then two days later he signed some massive deal. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, now it's Alvin Kamara's team. This always happens. You just have to remember who's putting it out there. With Lamar Jackson, the Ravens are thinking one thing and one thing alone. We cannot get goffed. Okay, we cannot get guffed. We cannot have an incredible run, incredible football, and then overpay a quarterback. And they f- seem to forget how to play football or anything like that with guff. They're thinking we can't get winced. Okay, can't get winced. Can't do it. Can't have it. Won't have it. We can't get potentially. Uh, no, I'm not going to say because the Ravens haven't won with Lamar, so it wouldn't make sense. Uh, Russell Wilson, though. Like, Russell Wilson, they pay him a lot of money. They go a different direction. They get rid of that defense. We're going this way because we have to pay the quarterback, change the entire team. Haven't been back to the Super Bowl since, right? So, not that – now, granted, Russell won Super Bowl before then, so that's how it would be different there. But with Lamar, that's what the Ravens are thinking. And what Lamar has to be thinking is, I've already won MVP. Okay, we got a playoff win. I took the next step I'm supposed to take. I'm getting better and better every year. All the bullshit about I'm going to get hurt. You won't be able to play this way. I put that all to the past. I took a shit in the middle of a goddamn game. Yeah. Came back and won that thing mm-hmm. on primetime. If you're Lamar Jackson, you got to be feeling as if you're next. Even more so than Dak, by the way. Much more so than Dak Prescott. And we hear how everybody talks about how much Dak thinks his agent wants him and everything like that. Lamar's price is going to be very high. Will the Ravens pay it, though? That is a massive question mark, especially with the salary cap uh, in massive question mark for next year. It's hard to speculate, but what do you think it was in like the uh, ballpark of where Dak is? Like, and do you think they're hung up on like that fourth or fifth year because he he knows that if he doesn't throw the ball better, like he might not get another piece of the pie. He would he would have to be a five year deal that they're offering. I would assume that at this point, if you're a quarterback, especially after Patrick Mahomes just signed that ten year deal, mm-hmm. in the old heads, all the OGs are signing two year deals or one year deals or whatever. I would assume the five year deal is just like the standard in all the NFL's eyes. But maybe Lamar Jackson wants a lesser deal. Maybe he wants a two year deal. Maybe he wants a three year deal. So that if he's still electrifying, he can cash in again and again mm-hmm. and again. Maybe he's the one pushing for a shorter deal as opposed to a longer one with higher money, probably more guarantees in that thing. I'll be intrigued to see how that plays out, that contract, because Lamar Jackson is a much different player than we've ever seen. Everybody can say there's been, you know, mobile quarterbacks in the past, and there has been, but what Lamar does is just fucking filthy. And it seems like his throwing is getting better and better. Now, we were very quick to judge Lamar Jackson on being able to throw a football, but we didn't judge Josh Allen as much, mostly because Josh Allen was out of sight, out of mind. Nobody got to really see it. With Lamar now, he's established. He's won an MVP, and it feels like, just like some players don't have a three-point shot, you know, it feels like the throw is something that Lamar is going to have to keep developing and get better, but he could become the most athletic guy on the field oh, yeah. and the best passer on the field. It's, it's all there, potentially, athletically, intellectually. Everything-wise, it feels like it's potentially there. It's like, is that scientifically possible at this point if he becomes the best passer as well, which is what you would be paying for, don't, I would hope. Don't you think Lamar and his agent and how like they say like resetting the quarterback market and stuff like that, Deshaun got four years, $156 million. 
Now Lamar could be like, hey, I got an MVP. Deshaun doesn't. Lamar. Lamar can't say that he can throw, and Deshaun can. Whoa, 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 but dude, whoa. Four years, whoa, whoa, 156 whoa. million. Don't yeah. you think Lamar's probably asking for that? Yeah, but Lamar can also say, I can run much better than Deshaun. And by the way, Deshaun, incredible mobile, mm-hmm. yeah. but he's not Lamar. Lamar <laughs> is, and he gets all upset, I guess, and he should because he doesn't get treated with as much respect in the public quarterback guys or whatever, but he is a running back, an elite running back playing at an elite level of quarterback. That's why it is so impressive. Not that he is, but he has the tangibles that elite running backs have, just the ability to make people miss in good feel, awareness, his vision. He doesn't get hit hard, which is great for him being a quarterback, which answers the question, will he be able to do this for a long time? It's just when does he become, in everybody else's eyes, and probably even the Ravens' eyes at this point during this negotiation, they're saying this, when does he become the the guy who could just win it from the pocket, which, by the way, is complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. I do know that, but that is always going to be the mm-hmm. excuse that people make. And the reason why is because Tom Brady could never do what Lamar does. But some, everybody wants to say, well, if Lamar wants to get paid, he has to be able to do what Tom does. It's like, well, fuck, can we not add the, uh, there's a little X factor. <laughs> yeah, there's quite an X factor over here. You know, they're like, yeah, but they can stop that. It's like, well, they can stop a quarterback that's sitting in the pocket as well. Mm-hmm. Not Tom Brady. Obviously, that was a poor example. But let's talk about a stationary old school quarterback. Everybody thinks Lamar has to prove he could do that. And then he'll be able to do it. It's like, I think he can do that. But why does he have to prove he can do that at the same level as every other quarterback when every other quarterback that's up there can't even come close to doing what he can do over here. That's yeah. an interesting thing, isn't it? Well, you definitely would need to take into account that any run he has could go for like a 70-yard touchdown, and there's no other quarterback who has that same you know, skill set. Legit, though. The spin moves, I mean, people could say Deshaun could do it, I guess, and I assume there's a couple others that were for Kyler could go, right? Kyler does a, a lot of skirt and everything like that. But what Lamar does is it's just, it's very different. Mm-hmm. It is. No one takes off like him. And if you're Lamar, you could say, give me a few more weapons here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got Hollywood. And then Hollywood was tweeting out the middle of the year is, mm-hmm. what's the purpose of having dogs if you ain't going to use your dogs or whatever? Yeah. It's like, okay, that's real. And everybody said that offense was getting predictable. They end up winning a playoff game, though. They did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's like. They're moving in the right steps in which you would. And shout out to Harbaugh. Hey, big shout out to Harbaugh, by the way. Because he had Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco goes out. Lamar goes in. That offseason, they completely transformed that entire building to become a Lamar Jackson success story here. We're going to bring in tight ends. We're going to become old school football. We need fullbacks in here. We need everything. This is what we're going to do with the guy that we have. It has had great success for them. Mm -hmm. Now how they take it to the next level, that's a conversation that the Baltimore Ravens are currently having with Lamar, it sounds like. And Lamar is probably pointing the finger. Lamar's team is probably pointing the finger back at them. I was like, hey, maybe if you – I have one tight end to throw to, okay, and I have Hollywood Brown. Then we have three running backs. You know, J.K. is great out of the backfield. But if you get us a guy guy, maybe we can open this thing up even more. If we don't get as predictable, maybe we can really get going. That's probably what Lamar's selling. That's interesting, though. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to the show. The fact that you allowed us to penetrate your ear holes, I am eternally grateful for. Uh, if you, once again, if you like this show, please be a friend, tell a friend. That's really the only chance we have to keep this thing It going. really is. Grill marketing, baby. Grind and pound. Mm-hmm. Boots on the grind. That's right. Uh, and if you didn't like it, exactly, it never happened. All right, Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Monday. We have a massive show tomorrow. A oh, huge show tomorrow. Hey, but Wednesday, Wednesday, listen, big show tomorrow, okay? Mm-hmm. Big show tomorrow. People are going to be like, hey, 
Great show. Yeah, for a- sure. After tomorrow's show. Mm-hmm. But Wednesday, people are going to be like, damn. Wednesday might be a must listen. Here we go. All right, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Monday night. We'll see you tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Cheers. Cheers.